Hey kids, it's your buddy Peter. It's Thursday, June 15th, around quarter to five in the afternoon. And we're putting the finishing touches on episode 89, our interview with Nigel John. If you live in Orlando, you might know him better as DJ Nigel. Uh, he does gigs all over here, uh, Orlando. He's open up for Black Alicious, open up for DJ Shadow, open up for Questlove. And uh, he's just a cool guy. He hung out and we talked mostly about music. If you're into music, this one's for you. But we covered your normal wide range of Scotch and Good Conversation topics, and we really were glad he came in. We were looking forward to having him in and talking to him for a while. Of course, we got business. Orlando Weekly. Orlando Weekly 2017 Best of Orlando nominations are happening right now, and I would love for you to go to orlandoweekly.com. Go over to the Best of section. Go over to the local color section, go about three quarters of the way down. You're gonna find a little tab. It's gonna say best local podcast. Type in Scotching Good Conversation there. You know, we came in second place last year and it, I thought it was kind of a fluke, but I really feel like we might be the second best podcast in Orlando right now. We talk to Orlando people about Orlando and nonsense, but about Orlando. So do that for me, I'd really appreciate it. Make me happy. Other things going on tomorrow, the 16th, over at the Colonial Lanes in Orlando. The kids from uh, the Ono Radio Show are celebrating their 300th episode. They've been at it for a little while. And uh, they're throwing a bowling tournament. It's going to be a good time. It's called The Perfect Game. 300, get it? Perfect Game, 300 episodes, 300 bowling. Anyway, uh, we're going to be there. We're going to be teamed up with kids from the What's the Fuss podcast. Uh, BYOCB will be there. Uh, Semantics will be there. Uh, Swervy Jones will be there. And uh, Burn It Down or from the coast is coming out. We're going to be bowling. Uh, we're going to be hugging. We're going to be drinking. We're probably going to be doing a lot of drinking. I'm going to have stickers out there. We got brand new stickers. Uh, there's two ways you can get them. If you see me, like for at the bowling thing tomorrow, ask me, I'll have them for you. Or you can email us over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. Or on our website, you can use the donate button and leave your name and address and a little donation. These things aren't free. Cost us a little bit of money to print them up. Cost us money to mail them out. Uh, leave whatever you think's fair. You know, 50 cents, a dollar, five dollars, a hundred dollars. Either way, email us your uh, name and address, gmail.com or at the donate button whatever way you feel better with, whatever way you feel more comfortable with. And uh, the people who we got the decals from, the stickers from, they're amazing dudes. They're local. They're from a company called High Viz. And they, uh, they do custom designs, branding, vehicle wraps, boat wraps. Uh, they can wrap your fleet vehicles. Uh, they do graphics, floor graphics, magnets, banners, decals. And quite frankly, Ryan might have the best beard in Orlando. So give them a call. Uh, what's their phone number? 866-744-4484. That's 866-744-4484. Stickers, graphics, design work, vehicle wraps, high viz. And we got a brand new sponsor also, and we're really stoked about this one. Uh, custom guitars and guitar repairs. The dude, Nick Scout, he makes amazing handmade beautiful electric guitars we went over and, and visited his shop and it's uh if you're a musician this guy he's going to be your best new friend he's he's just a straight up cool kid he plays every instrument in the world 
and he makes the most beautiful handcrafted guitars. He's local right here in Orlando. Go to Scout Guitars, drop them an email, and let them know that you heard about their place on Scotch and Good Conversation. Local boy, doing it right, making beautiful, beautiful, beautiful instruments. Anyway, kids, that's it. Thank you so much. You guys have a great week, and hopefully I'll see you over at the Colonial Lanes on Friday night. Come out, ask for a sticker. I'll give you a hug. Maybe I'll even have a beer with you. All right, you guys, take care. Peace. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for checking out episode 89 of Scotch and Good Conversation. I am your host, Peter, and we're like a weekly hangouty, podcasty, excuse to day drink kind of get together type thing. Here's what we do we invite people in, we lube them up with some liquor, we turn off our cell phones, we turn off the computer, and we talk. In a perfect world, it becomes a conversation. And in a really perfect world, you enjoy listening to it. If you like it, if you dig it, you can go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com and check out every single one of our past episodes. You can find us on iTunes. If you'd like to get involved, if you want to be a guest, if you want to be a sponsor, you got a life problem that's bothering you and you want to run it through the ears of two people who are drinking and you don't know, give us a call, 407-965-5557. That's 407-965-3577. Scotchandgoodconversation at Gmail is our email address. If the phone's not your thing, shoot us an email. Let us know what you think of the show. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, it's that time of year, kids. If, if you've been listening for a while, you know... Uh, Occasionally, we ask you to do something. Just just help us out a little. The Orlando Weekly, local Orlando paper, is doing their yearly best of. And we would appreciate your vote for best local podcast. So there'll be a link in the show notes, uh, on my Facebook page, on the Facebook group. Go in there. <laughs> you can borrow that if you want, dude. Go in there and write uh, uh, Scott's Good Conversation under best local podcast. We would appreciate it. We have a local sponsor, Red Light Red Light Beer Parlor. 300 different kinds of craft beer in bottles and cans. 26 taps, uh, two traditional beer engines for uh, cask-conditioned ales, locally owned. They're not a huge corporate chain. They're locally owned by people who live here in town, and they've been doing it right for 10, 12-plus years. They're located in Audubon Park at 2810 Drive. open seven days a week, happy hour from 5 to 7. Go in there. And uh, tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. We'll give you absolutely nothing. No discount, no free shit, but it will help us out and let them know that they're spending their money well with us. 
Uh, our guest, Mr. Nigel John, the first time you you said something on the mic, it didn't work because I'm an irresponsible bad <laughs> broadcasting type guy. So now it's up. Say hi again. Hello. How are you, sir? I'm good. How thank are you? Thank Thanks you so for much for me. coming in, for uh, braving my neurotic, insane dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cute dog. Yeah, she's, uh, she's getting there. She's not barking. That was a lot less barking than normal. <laughs> you said you hadn't listened, so that's good. I, I dig I dig it when I've got yeah. somebody who doesn't have an entire idea what's going on right. here. But here's what we do. I'm going to tell you three things that I know about you. I have a, a team of researchers. They've been following you around. They've been outside your house late at night. It's been, this has been going on for weeks. So uh, here, here's three things I know about you. You're, you're a DJ. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> See, that's a, right. You nailed it. Uh, Last year you won, speaking of the Orlando Weekly, I was talking about earlier, last year you won uh, Best DJ in Orlando. Congratulations. No, thank you. If we were a cheesy thank podcast, you. we'd have an applause. Thank you. Thank and, you. And, uh, <laughs> how long have you been doing it? I've been probably DJing since, uh, since like 90, 1996. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> here's, a what, minute. here's what I love about you. If, if you've listened to the podcast a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, there was a, a, a time in my life when I actually used to DJ and I was vinyl guy. Yeah. I had a set of 1200s, I had a new Mark board, I was all in a coffin, I, and I, I was cheesy wedding boy. I, if, if you needed someone to uh, play the chicken dance and uh, announce that the, the bride <laughs> is going to throw the bouquet, and I was that guy. Yeah. And, and I love doing it. I I've done that. I absolutely, absolutely love doing it, mm -hmm. and then it became a chore, yeah. and it became something I hated. So I sold my decks, I sold all my mm. records, <laughs> and uh, but you still love it. I, I've seen you DJ a number of times, and mm -hmm. you're you're in the zone. You're happy up there, right? I I like because I, I like playing and listening to music. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started DJing through some friends of mine. Um, they were doing the night at downtown Orlando. Mm -hmm. It was at Cafe Eleven. Yeah, yeah. And they're like they're like a hip hop group. And they want to do like a club night. So I was friends with one of the guys and he's like, well, since you buy records, since I've been buying since like the age of 12, <laughs> he's like, um, why don't you DJ for us? And the rest I of the probably, history. Yeah. I probably jumped on the tables before that, like maybe twice on a friend's turntables, yeah. but I didn't. Not much of a mixer and this and that. Didn't there's, have turntables. There's nothing better. You control the emotions of a huge group of, of people. You take mm -hmm. them on a roller coaster ride. You can go up and Pretty down much, yeah. and, and, and up. Yeah. Uh, I, like I said, it became something I hated. And, and I, we were talking a little bit, and we've talked before. Mm -hmm. uh, I love music, I think, as much as you love music. Right. And I, I was getting upset at music, and it was pissing me off. And especially if I'd play something new and someone wanted to hear the fucking chicken dance or Jimmy Buffett or Skinner yeah. or something yeah. and I was like I'm trying to enlighten you to, to try to make your world a better place by playing something new and you, you want to hear this old garbage mm -hmm. but I, I I love watching you spin you you know how to work a room you mm -hmm. know how to read a crowd uh, thank you for doing what you do well, thank for, you <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to say that for a long time oh thank you well the thing is well, like with me so I've done weddings but I've all, I've had my own unique style, yeah, yeah. music, DJ music wise. Yeah. <clears throat> so if they gave me to do weddings, it's because they know they want something a little less wedding DJ. Oh yeah, 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 I totally understand. So you know they want more variety in the music, more more of a vibe rather than 
the DJ being the focus. I mean, they I, will get up and dance, but because they like the music, it's not because I'm there. I totally get you. You know, telling uh, them to dance. You know, Mikey Cortez. <laughs> oh yeah. I, oh yeah. Mikey, when he used to DJ, he DJed my wedding, and and I told him I was like, you play whatever you mm -hmm. want to play. <laughs> you know, I know you're gonna make me happy. If my parents come up and want to hear Nat King Cole. Don't listen to them. Listen to me, mm -hmm. and you play what you <laughs> want to play. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people get mad at them. <laughs> uh, we did, not a lot of people danced. Truthfully, most, <laughs> most I danced. Yeah. My wife danced, uh, but uh, most of the people at our wedding were older people. Okay. Like, uh, at the time, we, it's funny because shortly after we got married, we mm -hmm. started hanging out with this amazing group of like local musicians mm -hmm. and kind of movers and shakers kind of in the art scene and stuff like that yeah and i keep telling my wife i wish i could get married again just to have a second wedding that mm. was fun the wedding was beautiful right it was way fancier than i ever thought we'd have a wedding uh but we danced a little a couple other people danced but i just wanted to have a celebration and yeah. it wasn't quite that it wasn't mikey's fault uh, he played it was, it was the he played the, yeah. he played the clash at my wedding and that made me really well, fucking happy so uh <laughs> you uh here, here's something uh, you got first place in Orlando's uh, best DJ. You mm -hmm. know, you know Angel, the Angel yeah. Boom. You yeah. got second place. Who could take who in a fight? A fight? Yeah, if you guys just like a physical probably, fight. Probably him, man. Okay, I, good. That, I, guy, I, that guy's he's, he's huge. He's a monster. <laughs> yeah, he's been on the podcast. Oh, nice. And he said he could beat your ass. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, just, I'm too, <laughs> hey, man. I mean, I can. I'm okay, but he's. no, no. I, I, uh, I just thought that was funny. He's been in here. He hung out. And we yeah. talk music. He, he's, he's fun to talk music to. I mean, that, yeah. that dude lives it also. Nice. And he's the nice. smiliest, happiest dude in the world. Uh, you spin only vinyl, right? Mm -hmm. That's very cool. Except for like if you know if have weddings, I'll bring like a little laptop or play off of the phone. And or you've opened like that. you've opened for Questlove. Yes, I have. What was that like? Was that intimidating? Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, not really. Yeah. But it was intimidating for me because. So when they told me to I'm do the gig, that. oh nice. Yeah. When they told me they wanted me to open up for him, yeah. They said to play whatever you want. Cool. Yeah. Well, that could be good and bad. <laughs> you start to question yourself? Because, um, no, not really, because um, I wanted to do like a signature DJ style. Yeah, I mean, of, you have a style. You, you of, have a distinct, I know it's you. Yeah. Yeah. And so that night I wanted to do more of that and just more kind of experimental, like where my head is at. Yeah, it's yeah. like what I like. Um, and I did it to, I prepared for like a while. Like yeah. I did a two hour, two hour mix that I kind of practiced and put together. Look at home. you, fancy guy. I didn't yeah. see that coming. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, because, you know, I kind of, the stuff I wanted to play, I wanted to be cohesive. Yeah, yeah. I went out there. Yeah. So I wanted to. I mean, the room's full. It's at the social, right? It's, it's a full room. Yeah, and it's it, like, all right, if he, I want people to be like, okay, what is that? What is that he's playing? I've never heard it before. Yeah. Right? That was the intimidation well, part. You, you, uh, you opened up for DJ Shadow. That's also kind of a big... Where, where, where was that? I can't... Was that that was in Gainesville. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine was promoting, and they had DJ Shadow, um, Latirix, and um, oh, who's the other guy with that crew? Like, crew, big crew at the time, around yeah, yeah. like 97, and yeah, DJ yeah. Shadow was like, at the time. Yeah, like, he was the man. He was the man. Well, he still got that, that one record. What was the first one? Um, introducing. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that record, record like, still, it's yeah. a perfect hip-hop 
it's changed the land. It changed the landscape. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you open and I'm not. I mean, I I know enough about mm-hmm. hip hop for uh, a 49 year old white guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you <laughs> you open up for Black Alicious, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. Where was that? That was same. It was the same gig. Same. Oh really? It was Black Alicious, <laughs> Latirics. I, I would still be pooping and, my um, pants. And uh, DJ Shadow. I can't remember the other guy, but just that click of the same label. <sighs> I opened, I played for that show. And Cool Keith, you did Cool Keith? I did Cool Keith last year. That was great. You know uh, Chris Mendez? Yeah. Cubby? I, they needed a DJ. Uh-huh. He needed a DJ. And yeah. um, he asked Serato, so I'm like, Chris, you want to open up for him? And Chris killed it. Chris has, been, Chris has been on the podcast. Chris that is one of my, my favorite people in the entire world. That guy's a great guy. There, there's Incredible not a, there's not a bad bone in his body. He, he's he's just, he's the sweetest, most huggable, he's a lovable. He, he's, <laughs> he's just cub. amazing. Uh, uh, thing number two I know about you. Uh, mm-hmm. You were born in Trinidad, Tobago? Yeah. I, I, and is that how you say it? Like, yeah, I, you, not, say I, it, you said it correctly. Again, a forty-seven-year-old white guy, forty-nine-year-old white guy. Because I always thought it was like Trinidad or Tobago, but it's Trinidad and Tobago, or Trinidad, Trinidad and Tobago. Well, and like, it, I was born in Trinidad. Tobago is like the little and Chris part of it. Cubby was born he's, there also. He's from there, yeah. And he explained all this, but I was drinking. So, mm-hmm. where is that? Um, it's like the last little island before South America, like uh-huh. right. Not too far from Venezuela. Okay. You know, so is it is Caribbean. it nice? It sounds nice. Oh yeah. All right. And when was the last time you were home? Is it home? Let's put it. Is it home or yeah. is, is this? Oh home? yeah. This is home, right? You've been this here is home, like but, your most of your life. I'm guessing. Trinidad is yeah. still this like all right. That's kind of like my birthplace. Yeah, um, I, I get that. New Jersey's my birthplace. So right. I don't get that. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking ghetto. I've only flew over New Jersey and never been never touched don't, down. <laughs> don't it's terrible some of the most racist people I've ever met are yeah. from New Jersey you think li- living in Florida you think there would be very racist people yeah. we got rednecks there are racist people in New Jersey my, my demographic in New Jersey just like well, aren't they people. all kind of angry Jersey well, people they're, are angry they're, they're, they're from New Jersey <laughs> <laughs> and Born to Run is about getting out of New Jersey yeah. <laughs> um, and this 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 is a uh, thing number three I know about you. I, this happens from time to time, and, I, and when I do research, or my, my mm-hmm. team, my extensive team of research people does research uh, for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes we get really super cool people, and I think you might fall into that group. Your Facebook tells me nothing <laughs> other than the things that you want to put out there. Uh-huh. Um, so I went to somebody else's Facebook, and I saw a picture of you playing the piano. You play the piano. I play a little. Okay, <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> you play I'll the play, piano. You play the piano more than I play the piano. Yeah, I mean, okay. I took lessons when okay. I was like around eight, twelve, thirteen. There's a piano right behind you. You want to just just it's eighty-eight keys, okay. dude? <laughs> <laughs> I got it, but you know, I, no, no. And I took re- lessons like a few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I I mess around with it. I I, I produce music and all that. Yeah, too, no, so. yeah. That that's it's a. I, uh, it took me a long time to get something that I could use, mm-hmm. so I, I'm so glad I came across that thing. It gets easier from here now. Now, oh yeah. no, that's you're uh, good, man. Uh, th- keep going. <laughs> th- these are three things, and I've been looking forward to this one. A top three bands or singer songwriters right now at this point in your life, keeping in mind that there are no wrong answers. Oh, top three bands or singer songwriters, musicians. 
Um, hmm, okay. Alright, so what I'm gonna say is kind of like there are no wrong answers. Yeah. That, that, that's, it's not that's wrong. It's just like everybody wants to be hip and say the right thing. <laughs> there are no wrong answers, and I realize it changes on a regular basis. Okay, um, the best three musicians. Okay. to me, that or artists, move, move or a whatever. Away from the microphone. Just, just oh, kinda, sorry. There we go. That that's perfect. Or artists or whatever to me is um, I will. Miles Davis. Okay. Solid. I think that's probably an acceptable answer. What's the other one? Miles Davis. Um, Mr. Bungle. I don't know what that is. Not <laughs> Mr. Bungle. Oh, for, uh, Mike, Mike Patton Mike from, yeah. from Faith No More. Mr. Okay. Bungle. I, I don't um, understand Mr. Bungle. <laughs> <laughs> um, and public enemy oh i saw that that would be like yeah. the, my trinity like the best have you seen bands. public enemy i saw them it's when so it came here good, a few right? years ago yeah yeah I, I saw them open for you too of all people when was that uh 93 oh, i think oh, uh man. i saw them twice on that tour it was for the octoon baby tour oh, and man. i think <laughs> I, I think it might have been and i'm not sure I, and i've never looked it up mm. i think it might have been fat boy slim at the very beginning of fat boy slim oh, wow uh public enemy and you too Hmm. And it, it was so great. They they hung a clan's guy. Like mm -hmm. they're, they're everything that's great about hip hop. Yep. But there's this punk rock aesthetic to them. Yep. And they're dangerous and scary to to everyone. And it's just like funky and noisy. Oh God! It's just it's so funny good. enough. The first person who uh, introduced me to Public Enemy was this um skater kid in high school yeah yeah first because there's back, a white guy yeah 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 see that that's we like that and that's <laughs> like you know and um because at that time i wasn't really listening to a lot of um the kind of new york style hip-hop because yeah, yeah. in florida i was just liking the southern stuff kind of or the more the dancier stuff yeah. <laughs> so he played <laughs> the, that for me the, the miami stuff you're talking about a little bit of that like, yeah, like two live crew and poison yeah, clan and yeah a little yeah. bit of that i was kind of boys from the bottom and that nonsense yeah. yeah i wasn't exposed to a lot of like the quote-unquote hip-hop yeah like eric being rock kim until like later on that senior year but that time he played public enemy and like it takes a nation of millions it was no it was the song um public enemy number one yeah yeah that yeah. song fight the power no the oh okay. the first album. okay okay yeah yeah and um i was like what is this at first i didn't like it because it was just so different yeah yeah but then one day a friend of mine played in the car the same song and it was like my life changed <laughs> it just makes you want to do something it, yeah yeah and and, and i mean i'm i'm I keep going back to this. I mean, I'm, I'm not the target demographic of this thing, but it makes me want to do mm -hmm. something. And again, it, it, coming at it from, in I've never pretended I was Mr. Punk Rock. No, up. sure, yeah. But it, to me, it was punk, punk rock. It's a punk rock, and, yeah, especially totally. when they did that thing with Anthrax. Totally, yeah. Like you know, it, and it, not that Anthrax is a punk band, mm -hmm. but but they they were changing the game. Yeah. That's good. I, I was looking forward to that. Uh, are you a reader? You read? You look like read, you might read. Yeah, read a little. Top three books. Quick go. <sighs> okay. Um, Autobiography of Malcolm X. Okay. 
Um, is that naked. good? Should I read that? Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Like at that time when I read it, um, it was like he wrote good, it. Obviously, yeah. autobiography. He wrote it. No, Alex Haley wrote it. Okay. Um, it was good, but then again, later on, someone else wrote an actual biography of him. Yeah. Because from he was telling it, so it was his point of view. Mm-hmm. But they like went into deep and really researched him, and yeah. you know he was a lot different than he portrayed himself to be. We but, all are, but we all are. We, but the thing about him is yeah. like he was always humble enough to know his limits, and he was never. He was about knowledge, and even when circumstance changes and his view changes, it was Malcolm X was about like just. <clears throat> going further knowledge and equality and all that so he's just a a very wide open human being I according to this book I interrupted uh, book number two please sir um Naked Lunch okay that's um, um, um Burroughs um, yeah okay yeah. yeah I read that like I was like 19 I don't know how I I picked it up. <laughs> Wrapped your head around that at 19 also. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, it was like a very... I read the whole thing, and it was an uncomfortable book He's an read. insane person. Yeah. Yeah. But as I got older and I went back and you, read it... Do you reread his books? Yeah. Okay. Especially like... That was like more than 10 years ago. Yeah. So going back and reading, and then also seeing like autobiography, reading, reading biographies about him... He was an insane interesting, <laughs> insane, but like you understand Brilliant. what he was saying yeah. as far as with control and like just society in America and just the stuff he says. It's like whoa, because like seeing what's going on now and just reading Burroughs' book and comparing about control and all that, it was incredible <laughs> I mean and it's like hard to explain because you have to go into a whole diatribe well, and, and I'm familiar me. with them and enough I know enough to be dangerous but I've mm-hmm. never read anything and I, I th- I've had that book the the, the quest love book that, that I just showed you uh-huh. I've had that since December and I'm three quarters of the way through it yeah. I, I read like a like right. a nine-year-old right I, <laughs> so it's hard for so and I like that mm-hmm. and I, I know Boros is going to be a bit of work you know yes, so yeah. So hopefully at some point, well, not hopefully, but at some point, like, if I get, like, a major disease and my mm-hmm. wife puts me in a nursing home, she'll at least drop off a bunch of books and then... Like, Best like, thing to do if you don't want to read, like, because his to. stuff, you want to, yeah. but the, probably the best thing of his, even if you don't want to read his literature, is um, books about him and interviews. Uh-huh. The guy's, like, he's brilliant but nuts i, I love artists <laughs> I, I love i love people like who i mean he was an artist he, yeah. he understood the media and style and yeah. fashion and yeah. words and music mm-hmm. and, and and i love that and, and and he knew how to fuck with people and he influenced like musicians i mean he his his handprint is, is all over all the, over anything the place. that's interesting all over the place yeah 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 i think you have one more book did you give me three um Henry Miller's Air Conditioned Nightmare. I have no idea what that is. I know Henry <laughs> Miller. <laughs> it's the book of Henry after his whole, um, the 
Tropic of Cancer okay, period, I, or when when he lived in he lived in Paris, okay, or in Europe for a while. We should do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if they're the financial, I can do it. I know. <laughs> so in this book, he comes back to America after all these years. Yeah, and um, it's just his view on the American society. That's fun. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, someone, something. It's a timely now. Mm. Like if I if I read it now, would it be? Yeah. Uh, you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions. This is the point where you ask me the first of the three questions, young man. All right. How old are you? I'm 45. Okay, so we're close. We're yeah, around yeah. the same. Okay, that that's. I think you might be the closest in age of, of anybody okay, I've ever yeah. had in here. So thank same you for being <laughs> being 45. <laughs> it sucks, right? No, actually, I know, right? It, 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 it's kind of one of those. It it, it sort of sucks, but I, I keep like life keeps getting better for mm-hmm. me. You you got you, it. You, you got get it. it. You get it. Turn <laughs> turn your whole body around towards me this way. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Like, like that. That's okay. And. and there, that this okay. week. Okay, I, and I know the head, that that giant danger mouse mm-hmm. looking fucking thing on my, <laughs> on my microphone. Uh, you, anyway, things just keep getting better if you let them. Yep. You know, it, it's uh, and I keep waiting for the, the the other foot to drop, and when I I just get cancer or something. But knock on wood, no, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. Uh, I, uh, you were assigned a task to come up with three questions. The first of the three, please, young man. The first of the three is. Um, Your, well, of course, three of your favorite bands. Sorry, <laughs> I've been waiting for someone to do that. <laughs> Damn it! I mean, I, you have you're like the music, music people. Yeah, should, um, you know. At any given time, this this list may change. Sure. Yeah. Um, no wrong answers, like I said. Um, the Smoking Popes. You know the Smoking Popes, Chicago band. I know of. I know sounds, of them. Sounds a little like a punk rock Sinatra. Hmm. He's a crooner. Uh, the lead singer Josh, I can never say his last name. It's, it's uh, Cartier, Carter, Carter, something <laughs> like that. He, he's a yeah, he's a crooner, and he it, it, it's. I think if I played it for my mom and dad, they would like it. Oh wow! Maybe was, was like, but they uh, was punk. Yeah, yeah. They the replacements will always mm. be on that list. And if I'm going to be truthful, I I would say you too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, they, they were, they've always been there for me. Even like, no, no, not new YouTube. That's, that's <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> like, and back when YouTube first came out, yeah, um, when boy was that, was in October, song? Da, 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 da. Uh, New Year's Day, yeah. that song, and well, game changer, incredible. game changer. That's yeah. like that's the f- that's first time I heard of watching yeah. MTV, and I yeah. was like, that song just sticks with you. It's like a perfect one of the perfect pop songs out there and I, I grew up mildly religious mm-hmm. and they were filed at the time under Christian music oh so because if you listen to it there, there are really a lot of Christian undertones about that, that mm-hmm. stuff uh, there's a song called Gloria do you know Gloria do you need to yes. answer that okay no. uh, Gloria is Bono speaking in tongues it's about speaking in tongues if oh, you wow. listen to it, uh, so and I, and I grew up. I, I, we weren't speaking in tongues. We weren't mm-hmm. insane people. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't know that. Did, did you see what I just did there? I called everybody who speaks in tongues insane. <laughs> uh, we, I was a Lutheran. I mean, how, how renegade is that? It's 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 like Catholic light. Uh, but but <laughs> but uh, you know, I I was into music, and I was also into my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which I may not be now anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and 
I, I was like, these two things go hand in hand together. It's a, like a winning situation for me. And then I started to actually listen to you two and started going a little more away from my mm -hmm. Lord and Savior Jesus mm -hmm. Christ. Uh, so, but they've always been here for me up until the last 15 years when they started making the same record over and over and over and over again. I haven't heard you two win. 15, 15 years <laughs> when they started making the same record over. I and know over. they've been. Bono's been everywhere, and uh -huh. he speaks to presidents, and he's. I guess they released an album on people's iPhones or something like that. Yeah, yeah that, that might have been a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I know. That even pissed me off. I, 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 it's, I, it's rude. I feel like I, I feel like I spend seventy five percent of this podcast like. Explaining why U2 isn't a horrible band. Uh, no, yeah. U2 like and yeah. that uh, that Joshua Tree record. Oh God, it's so incredible. fucking good. It's and, incredible. And the last time I went to see them was uh, probably about six or seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And I went to see U2 to see my friends see U2 because mm -hmm. I'd seen them like six times, five times up until that point. And I wanted to experience my younger friends going through what I went, the spectacle that is a U2 show. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's it's bordering on a religious experience. You, I mean, it's it, it, it feels like you're going to church in the best possible way. You're, you're going to church with 90,000 of your, your close friends. And that's how many people were at the show? I th well, it, we went, last time I went to see him was uh, in Tampa and they, filled the field up and I think they said it was the most people who'd ever been wherever the, the Buccaneers play mm -hmm. so it, it was close to 90,000 you know and it's just insane I mean have you have you been to a show that big um no it's because I don't really I don't especially now I don't do right. big shows I don't think I'll ever do a big 90,000 it yeah, yeah I wouldn't it's, I wouldn't it's do that show it, 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 it's it's it, there's humanity there you know and I, I always kind of figure at some point in 90,000 people, someone's going to die and someone's going to have a baby you know? That's true. <laughs> or, or be conceived. Someone, someone, someone was conceived at, yeah. at the show. Yeah, and it's it's moving. It like, brings it, people together. It, it's, and that's, that's in what the I love. cliche kind of but the that's way. What I, that's but what I love about music. You know, yeah. it, it, it literally, especially when everybody's there, to, there was, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't pretend to understand the nature of people. But the, 98% of the people were there because of you too mm -hmm. and that's cool that doesn't happen that in cool. the world that is cool that is that's true uh, uh, well like funny enough and to add on to what you were saying so <clears throat> so I've always been into music mm -hmm. I like stole my well I stole my parents records well I didn't steal them because it was there but I just yeah. kind of took them as yeah yeah, yeah. They, they just, these are mine now yeah it was Kiss. Okay. Mom and Dad are cool. Destroyer. Okay. Yeah. Well, actually, I got that for Christmas. Okay. But this, these were the records. From your mom and dad? No. Okay. Um, from my cousins. Okay. Cousins are cool. Yeah. Because Kiss was, of course, you know, huge at the time. Yeah. So Nights and everyone, service, though. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the best marketing. <laughs> Wasn't it something else? Like, um, mad a Kids bunch of insane. I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, just <laughs> stupid. They st and but that, good. And uh, Jackson 5, okay. Dancing Machine. Yeah, yeah. Ohio Players, Greatest Hits. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why I listened to, because, you know, I grew up in a predominantly black area. And then MTV came out. Okay. Which was all white for and a really white. long time. Yeah. And I'm, I watched it, and I'm like, 
no, no black people on here. <laughs> White and terrible too. The first couple of years of MTV actually, were, yeah, yeah. But I kept watching it. Yeah, and then I was exposed to Peter Gabriel, Thompson Twins, YouTube, yeah, yeah. Um, Police, yeah. like all of these groups, like pop music. Yeah, yeah. Good Which there's nothing. There, there's there's nothing wrong with pop music. It makes you happy. I, it was. It's easy to listen to. It's three and a half minutes long. Man, I yeah. still listen to a lot of those records. I still play a lot of that stuff. Because, yeah, man, that's well-crafted songs that I don't want to be that old guy but (laughs) you a good effective pop song is hard to write and those guys did it and did it it, here's here's the thing though is those guys did it and pop music that's out now Mm -hmm. it's a team of people doing it and and I whenever I get around my contemporaries people my age we always start talking about music Mm -hmm. and it was better when I was a kid it it, it wasn't no it's it's no better now or worse it just it's different yeah and and I hate to tell you if you're an old person my age listening to this podcast it's the same fucking music you're just old yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. get 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 used to it you're gonna die you know and, and, and don't get pigeonholed into thinking that the music you're listening to now is any better just listen to what you like and like well, what you like and don't to like me, what you I don't like like pop music I don't really get into but there's a lot of either b-sides or less popular or more yeah, yeah. quote unquote underground there's some great music music out there there's some great songwriters great musicians it ain't like turn on and hearing like a good song like the police yeah. anymore but just Go to the internet and find. Okay, so things are going to get real now. I'm going to start asking you some questions. Okay. You ready? Okay. All right, you're just sipping on scotch. That's good. Uh, <laughs> what meal reminds you of your childhood? I went with that one. Was what easy. meal? I lobbed you a softball. What, um, what meal reminds you of being a kid? <laughs> well, um, I grew up a lot of chicken and rice. Okay. And I guess I'm still a kid when I eat because <laughs> it's not. I don't eat that all the time. Yeah, but yeah. It always that always hits a spot for mac me. Mac and cheese, you know, I'm, I'm like the, the chicken and rice kind of. My, my wife tells me I have the palate of a 12 year old. Yeah, <laughs> but but those things you like, you like them, you know. And I tell her, uh, I'm I'm an adult. I know what I don't like. Mm-hmm. I will try it again. Just, mm-hmm. but at, at at this point in my life, I I know I don't like asparagus. I don't need to try it again. If mm. I'm if I'm in a decent restaurant, <laughs> and the chef is is someone I respect, I'll you go. Yeah, it. I'll give it a shot. Eat it. But but I'm I'm not gonna try it again. And if I go, here here here's the sub question. This is mm-hmm. actually not on the list. If you if you're coming to my house, and uh, what's a food you don't like? I'm not a big cooked spinach guy. Okay, so raw spinach is good. Cooked spinach sucks. Yeah. It's slimy and disgusting it's and weird to look at. Yeah, I like you. And it smells kind of. So if if I if I give you a big heaping plate of cooked spinach, are you going to eat it to be nice? Mm-mm. Uh, fuck that! Right? Yeah, I, I'm, oh man, I don't have to eat spinach. No. Okay, good. I like you. <laughs> Question number two: What's the weirdest compliment you've ever received? I was playing music one time 
and this lady, she's probably in her fifties, oh, older that. white woman. No, it's, she. It was. <laughs> it was, old it was great. <laughs> what she said. It's my like, mom. Yeah. She goes. I really like the music you're playing. I don't understand it, but I really like it. I'm afraid of you. That that was that was like a, the best one of the best. What did you, what did you say? I'm like I really appreciate that. <laughs> that was like the best. I'm like. That well, you, I thought that was in- you know what's really great about that mm-hmm. is it probably took her a long time to get the balls up to come over and talk to you mm-hmm. and and it, you moved her yeah yeah and then that's what I we were talking about DJing earlier that's what I liked about DJing is you moved a crowd mm-hmm. and you put together a set that moved a 50 year old white yep. woman which is a pretty not movable oh it's force. Not actually like when I'm doing a gig and I've noticed like the older white guy in his 60s <laughs> gives me the head nod <laughs> I'm like I'm doing I'm doing pretty good one of my favorite <laughs> things that anybody has ever said to me and, and we quote it around the house from mm-hmm. time to time I was DJing in an old uh, a wedding mm-hmm. and it was at the beginning when I was just playing nothing but jazz yeah uh, an old man came up and yelled at me across my turntables how about playing some music we, we like Mr. Noisy it's the best thing. <laughs> you was playing jazz. I was just playing just like that wedding jazz you play, you know, with the, you might sprinkle in some Lionel Richie mm-hmm. all night right. long or something. Right. And uh, he, he yelled at me, how about playing some music we like, Mr. Noisy, which also is the best compliment that's, I've ever that's received. That's a good compliment. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'd be like confused, like, okay, what is he? What, what, what do you want to hear? You know, honestly, honestly, <laughs> fuck that guy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, question number three. And, and this is a weird one. Think about something you, somebody you don't like. And I know some some people are like I, I try not to like not like people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but think about somebody who just rubs you the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Without using their name, say something nice about that person. Hard, right? Me, it's me. You're talking about me. No, right? not, not at all. <laughs> I hate your fucking I mean, dog. I usually, I don't really know. There's not anybody I really don't like. People I don't well, well yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay, good. So well, that's we, we like, say his name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will say yeah. okay. he got lucky that he was born in a rich family. <laughs> Is that the nice thing you're gonna say? That's, well well that's the nicest thing I can say. Yeah, okay. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't wanna cause you know, everyone hates this guy. Yeah, well, not everyone. Silly well, a lot of people. Yeah, silly. Well, most people. Silly people still like. Him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be like, oh yeah, you're still on that Trump train. I'm you know like, he's. Our, I he's, don't. You know he's our president. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, I'm just sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. You, you yeah. So. <laughs> Somehow he won. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I kind of knew it would go to this. <laughs> And I didn't want like, oh, I'd have to say Trump because yeah, you know. but but I said it. Yeah, <laughs> people still like you. No one's gonna like me. Uh, you, your second question, please, young man. Um, hmm. Who's all right? This is like a random. I don't know. Do you have a favorite philosopher, or a favorite quote, or a favorite quote that, or a song, or something that like? something that you are inspired by I um I I have a favorite book and it, mm-hmm. it's it's a, like a hippie book mm-hmm. uh, it was written by the guy who wrote uh, Jonathan Leventon Siegel his name is you, you know, are you familiar with Jonathan Leventon Siegel 
I'm sure back in the recesses of your brain, this book is there. It was a big 70s book. Uh, the, What's the name of it? You know, the, well, the, the book is Jonathan Levinton Siegel. Uh, okay, good. Good Mm-mm. for you. Because that, that wasn't the book that I'm going to quote. Mm. Um, <laughs> but that, that was his big book. Excuse me. I'm burping. A lot of other podcasts burp on Mike. We don't mm. do that. <laughs> Very classy. Uh, the author's name is Richard Bach. And my favorite book is a book called Illusions. And it's kind of... I based a lot of how I think about this book, which I know is wrong. Like I know mm-hmm. you shouldn't just read from one book. You you should kind of pull from a lot of books and get kind of base your own ideas. But I've read it over and over and over again, and it still makes sense, even though the older I get, the more it reads like a hippie book. Sure. Um, because it was written in the 70s. Right. Uh, but the, the quote is more or less, uh, don't be dismayed at goodbyes because a, a farewell is necessary before meeting again. And, hmm. we, and wait a minute. And meeting again is necessary. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Don't be dismayed at goodbyes because a farewell is necessary before meeting again. And meeting again is necessary for those who are friends. Oh, wow. And uh, it, it's uh, and that makes me okay with losing friends or when someone passes away or something because mm-hmm. I feel like the universe is bigger mm-hmm. and likes to track. And it, at some point, you're, you're going to meet those people that you you have a you're a kindred spirit too. That's very hippie. No, I, 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 I agree with that too. It, it, it is. I very agree with that too. I, I, but but <laughs> no, but you know it's like yeah. But but uh, I I and here's here's the great thing. I'm, I'm going to blow this book out of the water. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna like if, if you've listened to the podcast, I brought it up before. Mm-hmm. Illusions, my favorite book. Read it if you get a chance. The very end of the book, and I say this all the time on this podcast, is. This could be wrong. Yep. You know, and, yep. and that, that's just it. <laughs> that's it's just, it. That's is it. in the grand scheme of things, there that's are no right it. answers. Yep. You know, and it's about perspective. It's yep. about you and how you feel. And the whole end of the fucking book, I just blew it up. Blew it up. I'm, I'm a spoiler. Is the end of the book is like everything in this book may be wrong. Hmm. And, and I love that. And, and, and I, I, I love the fact that that nothing is is. Exact. Right. You know, it's about the moment that's going on right now, right. or what's going on in your head. Right. And, and, and I love that. Um, hey, kids, we got a brand new sponsor, La Femme du Fromage. I just scared my dog. <laughs> <laughs> They're located in the East End Market, uh, right here in beautiful Audubon Park Garden District. Oh, Rosie, stop it. Okay. They're located in the beautiful Audubon Park Garden District at uh, 3210 Korean Drive. They are Orlando's best gourmet cheese shop. They specialize in farmstead, handcrafted artisan cheeses from around the world. And their mission, their thing in life, what they want to do is educate and infect you with a passion for pairing perfect and great quality cheeses. I didn't write that. You can tell when I write something. That's a sentence off their website because they're new and I, I I, uh, Tonda. Tonda, yeah. yeah she's yeah. been on the podcast. That, her cheese is good. Amazing, right? Good. Here's what you do. You go, <laughs> you go to the East End Market, which is worth the trip, even if you don't go into La Femme du Fromage. You go in there. They're located at 3810 Green Drive. You stop by the East End Market, and you, uh, you can either bring home an amazing plate of cheese 
or you can sit down and hang out and Tondo or her staff will talk to you and they'll teach you about cheese and you're gonna definitely wanna go back again. Go in there, tell them we sent you. They're a new sponsor and we love them, we dig them. We, we wouldn't have picked them up as a sponsor if we didn't actually believe in the product. Yep. She's, she's the cat's meow, she's been on the podcast. It's episode 80 something. Uh, this one's from the email and on a podcast frequently when you're new like us, mm-hmm. is you, what you do is you spend a lot of time begging for emails mm-hmm. or phone calls. You saw me beg for a phone call to yeah. think of this. No one calls. I've got like two phone okay. calls. But, but uh, lately we've been getting some emails. Okay. So, I, and I think people are afraid to have their voice on, on something. Mm-hmm. And it's a little intimidating. I get it. I don't call other podcasts because <laughs> no one's as good as I am. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, but if, if you actually uh, want to email us, you can email us at scottsinggoodconversation at gmail.com. Odds are... Right now, because we don't get a whole lot of emails, I will read it on the air unless it sucks. And if it sucks, I'll just make fun of you. But uh, <laughs> this, this email says, um, uh, Hey there, Peter, Rosie, and guest. That's you. Yes. Yes. I have a small question, but it's a huge concern. I've read this uh, before, so listen to the words. I have a small question, but a huge concern. I love the show. It's really one of my one of the things that arouses me every week. I have a personal situation that I'm dealing with and I don't know how to bring it up without being cruel. My boyfriend is not well endowed. <laughs> you see all that shit before that? <laughs> <laughs> I like this person. I bring <laughs> it's not well endowed and sex is more of a chore than a pleasure. I'm sorry, sweetheart. Or dude. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I have tried spicing it up with role-playing and watching porn (laughs) like a child, but at the end of the day, he's just not bringing home the goods. I hate to break it to him because he is an awesome person and we have such a wonderful time everywhere else but the bedroom. Am I being superficial? Do I need to learn some good, do I need to learn that good things come in small packages? I eagerly await your response. Thanks for the awesome podcast. Sincerely, and then it says, "Please don't use my name." <laughs> so, hmm. so uh, please don't use my name. Uh, thank you for writing in. Uh, if if you want to be like, uh, please don't use my name, and you have a, a boyfriend with a small penis, uh, email us at scotch and good conversation at gmail dot com or something like that. If someone is lacking in the bedroom or just not a nice person or anything that we're going to cover this but we can cover a lot of other things nigel what should this guy or girl do small dick guy well well not the mm, person who's writing in they just I they mean, just enjoy a big dick she's Ouch. still with him so okay there's something that's good there's that love likes yeah about him what's it say he's an awesome person hmm. uh she did role play or they did role playing and they watched well, porn. it would depend like yeah. if he was okay she said she's done role play or whatever mm-hmm. or tried to spice it up mm. and how does he I'd have to know more like how does he how is he receptive to it okay like, sure if it and if he says it, if this works or it doesn't work as long as he communicates do you think he th- this person should tell the other person <laughs> your, your body language you're like rubbing your hands <laughs> You've never had this problem because obviously you, <laughs> no. you and I have a huge penis. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm gigantic. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Don't know. 
It's, it's okay. Uh, it's okay to know you have a huge penis. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't know you. Uh, I just assume because you're black. No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I'm, well, I, I mean. Stereotypes. <laughs> if there's a stereotype, that's a cool one. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a cool stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that guy. It, 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 do you tell them? Do you think this person should tell the other person? And here, I think here's a she question. Let them know. That, a, like, sub question: Why do we assume this is a girl? You're right. I know, right? I know, but I'm not going to tell anybody because it's just funny. I mean, it's just I funnier if I just throw it out there. Hmm. I mean, if well, I don't know. I'm never had sex with a man okay good <laughs> Straight, no, that's, 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 I said good I, I, I said good I, for me I immediately said good well no I mean not yeah. saying anything yeah good, wrong if you're good. into that yeah if that's your thing you knock yourself out you you just have just awesome just really amazing but anyway uh, tell the person not tell the person you should tell them in a nice way like and well um, Here, baby, listen to this podcast. So I was saying, and hold maybe on. I'm stereotyping. Oh, oh. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on. Here, baby, listen to this podcast. Okay. Well, no, maybe I'm stereotyping. Like, if a woman has something, well, most women. Okay. If they have something negative to tell you. Yeah. They'll do the smart thing and tell you something positive before, which is good, where if... I'm just going to flat out and say yeah. something. Yeah. I like your car. Your <laughs> right. If this yeah. person. <laughs> Those are delicious pancakes. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. She can find a good transition. <laughs> <laughs> so tell them. You're, you're on the tell them. Tell them, but find a way to tell them without hurting their feelings. Because well, if he's a nice guy. Especially because it seems like, like, like she's. He, them, they, yeah, they, yeah. That, that that person if that, is a, if it's a nice person. That then. person, they're in the role playing. Mm -hmm. They're in the porn. Come hang out with me. I, I, <laughs> this this is great. My one, we're into this. Like I, I, threesome. Uh, 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 yeah, come come do that. <laughs> uh, so so, uh, person who sent us this email. Mm -hmm. I, I know your name. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, say wow. it. Give me, send me five dollars. I'll say your name. No. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Person who sent me this email. Th th this is why I don't have emails because I, I just I threaten mm -hmm. my email my, my email people. Uh, person who sent me this email. Uh, we say that you should tell that that the person and um, in a nice hope way. for the hope for the best. Yeah, and and good good for you. And if, if things go south, if this person leaves you because they have a small penis. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> it's, not, it's not meant it's not to be, to be yeah. and you can move on because you're a good you're a good person you mm -hmm. do role play and you watch pornography and I do all those things and I'm a good person um, if you if sure. you, <laughs> you're right okay. yeah Nigel also apparently yeah. into role playing and <laughs> oh, no, I'm saying that's a good quality <laughs> okay to, to be into role playing <laughs> and pornography yeah that's like all yeah. right they like well, that you fun. experiment and that's yeah. good life is too short to just eat vanilla mm -hmm. ice cream <laughs> eat pornography ice cream uh, email us at scotchagoodconversation at gmail.com and you can have all your uncomfortable questions answered <laughs> question number five for you it's not from the email oh, okay are you glad <laughs> no that's okay uh, what's something you're dying to do again oh sorry Rosie oh man that's, that's a question something I'm dying to do again mm -hmm. that you haven't done in a while 
I haven't done a like a major gig in a while. I want to do one of those. I haven't done one What's in, in a minute. Oh, oh goodness gracious! I don't know what's going on. Oh, hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? When's the next major gig? Do you have something booked up, or are you just on a major on? one? Yeah. No, I mean I have like I played four seasons every Saturday. Well, that's, that's like fun. A, oh, yeah. that's yeah, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, but like a like a quest love or opening okay. an opening. I'll show. try to become a rock star and I'll have you open up for me. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry uh, up. <laughs> Uh, what question was that? Uh, five. Five, thank you. Uh, question number six. Uh, would you rather be born in the future or the past? We're almost done, by the way. Right now. New Nigel. The pa- past or the future? Yeah. There's no definite what, how far into the future or the past. May- well, of course, probably the past because the past is like... Predictable. Well, yeah. Yeah. True. And probably your perception is it's simpler time. I think so. Past. Yeah. 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 If okay. it's true. Yeah. We don't really know. But that's the right answer. <laughs> there are no right answers, but that's the right answer. Hey, kids. Uh, other sponsor, Bamba Pamba Vintage. This is short. We now we've shortened down our commercial. Even though I'm explaining that we shorten it down because we have three sponsors because we're a fancy podcast. B A M A P A N A Vintage. It's vintage menswear. There's no women's stuff there. It's just guy stuff, dude stuff. Shop online. Uh, Google B A M A P A N A Vintage, and when you get to their Etsy shop. Uh, look around you see something uh you go to buy it put the word sketch in discount code get 15 percent off right off the top and locally they do pop-ups all over the place go in their booth scream at the top of your lungs i heard about you on scotch and good conversation boom bam 15 percent off and a big old hug and kiss follow them on facebook instagram or whatever b-a-m-a-p-a-n-a vintage the best Vintage menswear in the entire universe. Nigel, your third question, please. And by the way, I'm not sure if it's the best vintage menswear in the entire universe. I could be lying. It's, it's pretty good. Okay, yeah. thank you. I yeah. Bought stuff from that store. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Question number three. Did you say I? Yeah. Okay, good. No, that's cool. <laughs> so I remember watching MTV back in the day and the sticks had the song about Kilroy. Okay, yes. What is Kilroy? Oh, yeah, I've been... Uh, I saw that, and I'm like, okay, Kilroy part two, and then I never heard about Kilroy again. You got, you got an hour? <laughs> Wasn't it... There was, like, their concept yeah, well, record, right? It, it, it was a bit of an opera record. It, oh, okay. it was a concept yeah. record. The whole idea... Killer was here was the name of the record. Mm, uh, yes, we're, yes. We're gonna kill forty five minutes on, <laughs> on, on my, my theory about sticks because I have a theory about sticks. Killer was here uh, was the record that came out in eighty two, mm. eighty one, I think. And uh, the idea was Killer was a rock star, and a oppressive government uh, nano state is that the word I'm looking Got for? It. it came in. And he decided it was a good thing to censor rock stars. Oh. So they put Kilroy into jail for, for speaking his mind, for being a rock and roll musician. Oh. And a rebel, a young... I know way too much about sticks. A, 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 That's a, good. A, 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 no, it's not. <laughs> That's good. A, a, a young ne'er-do-well name, I think his name was Tommy Chance, which is a really good, good name, um, um, breaks... <laughs> 
into the prison where Killwire was. Uh, well, no, actually, wait a minute, I'm getting it wrong. Um, sends a message to Kilroy in prison to meet him at the Paradise Theater, which was the record before Kilroy was here. Hmm. And and Kilroy, this isn't going to translate well. In the prison Kilroy is in, there are robots who take care of everything, mm-hmm. named Mister Robotos. Mm, okay. Yes, no, and and they're basically they represent technology, and at the time probably nothing, but now it's computers. Kilroy takes over Mister Roboto, breaks out of prison, meets Tommy Chance at the old Paradise Theater, and they hold a rock concert, and rock and roll is free again. Oh wow! I know, right? It's the dumbest and yeah, best thing bad. ever. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, hey, it, we're still talking about it. I know. No, <laughs> you and I. No one else. I know, no one else except for I Dennis DeYoung is talking about this. I remember hearing about hearing that song in Hideaway, like. Some months ago, I'm yeah, like, yeah. All right, what the fuck is this all what's about? Kill? Because yeah. I remember it, and yeah. I'm like, okay, explain Kilroy to me. Yeah, no it, one it, could. Mr. Roboto, it, it, it's what's um, there's a line from that song, and mm-hmm. uh, it's Mr. Roboto, uh, machines to save our lives, machines dehumanize. Got it. And I actually really like that I like line. That. Like, I like it, that. It, it, and they were predicting the future. And like I said, I think it came out in 82 or 83. They were predicting the fact that you and I, and well, not necessarily you, I think mm-hmm. you're probably better at this. Mm-hmm. Well, most of society is attached to our phones, can't look up, can't, uh, can't, I'll, can't I'll break out, you know? And they, they figured it out. This record is way deeper than most people give mm. it credit. It's also very dated and horrible. I tried to go back and listen to it again. <laughs> so, funny enough, yeah. I, um, because I like to go back and listen to like older stuff and don't go, don't ever go back and listen to Limp Bizkit. No, 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 no. It, it no, still no, sucks. Not Limp. It sucked no. before I and it still sucks never now. Never listen. We're to an anti Limp Bizkit podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Pretty much. Every podcast should be. What is that guy doing now? I, I, yeah. Yeah, I I'm not worried about him. Oh, okay. Unfortunately, I have a funny feeling he's really rich and doesn't deserve to be. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, good for him that he decides for to making disappear. nothing. That that's good. No, it's good that he decided to, to disappear. disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like still being in your face. I interrupted. No, no. Um, what was I going to say? <laughs> Decided. What were we talking about? I don't know. Sticks. So okay. I went, I revisited um, Devo. Oh, Devo's so fucking good. Yeah. I know, right? Well, so a friend of mine. Are you sure you've never listened to the podcast? We love Devo. <laughs> a friend of mine uh, told me about this group called the. Uh, Church of the Subgenius. Yes, yes. The Bob, Bob Dobbs. Bob, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gave me a little propaganda video. Of Bob Dobbs. Track, yeah. Like the DVD. Yeah, I yeah. got it at the house. Like the uh, one, I guess, the Fellowship DVD that sure. explains it. It's it's brilliant. Um, so he talked about Devo were into them, and yeah. so I kind of researched Devo and their whole philosophy. Those guys were deep, way smarter than. So apparently, they were a part of um, the SDS. You know the Weather Underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Weather Underground broke off of the students, Student Democratic Society in Ohio. I guess Kent State. That sounds right. Where those people were killed. Uh, some of the members with Devo were part of the SDS. <laughs> okay, cool. 
<laughs> not not cold. So the whole no no not with the weather underground because yeah. the weather underground. But they, they were like the left weather underground wing. eventually killed somebody. I think by they accident. killed one of their own. Oh, they just blew up buildings. Yeah yeah. But um, uh, I thought I thought it was like a janitor got killed or something. But someone died, and yeah. that that's why the weather underground. That's why they were. But eighty five percent of my audience has no idea what we're talking about. Yeah yeah. But, Look it up. It's good for you. But yeah. um, and like the whole like the whole concept. I mean, I like concept yeah, yeah. bands yeah kiss yeah i saw me and my mom like i was like what nine you went to see kiss with your mom i didn't see kiss okay. i saw it when it was on h i think it was hbl yeah yeah and uh me and my mom watched it and uh Good. yeah my mom's cool as hell is mom around yeah Good. Yeah. 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 Dad, is dad cool. around yeah yeah he's around good for yeah. you she we watched it and um it's a great show i like conceptual bands so that's kind of awesome. Too bad, like, that stick song was not the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> but the fact that we're still talking about it. and well, we're, we're the point. only two people. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's it. No one else is And there was a whole point behind that. I, I, I lost a lot of listeners during that whole diatribe of me talking <laughs> about Paradise Sorry. Theater. It's no big deal. That's what we do. I don't care. Like I, They don't get it. Fuck well, let's get another small yeah. penis question. Yeah. So. <laughs> Calls go straight through the roof again. Um, I think I lost that piece of paper. <laughs> uh, question number seven, and I just threw this in there. Mm-hmm. I, I steal these off the internet. I don't write them. Yeah. Um, have you ever been mistaken for the opposite sex? I don't see how that could possibly happen. No. Okay, good. I have. <laughs> oh, yeah? I used to have long hair. Oh. Yeah, it was the, it was the 80s. My ear was pierced. I might have had eyeliner on. I, I, I don't know why I threw that in there. I was just, like, lazy. Did they think you were a hot chick? No, probably not. Uh, I don't know. I, I, that, I, that, Duran Duran was popular at the time, and they were very pretty girls. Mm-hmm. Guys. Dudes. Yeah, they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, the kids from Striper, you know that band. Of course. Yeah, that, uh, course. I've had sex with uglier girls than Matthew Sweet from Striper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I'm not proud to say that, but it's the truth. Did you listen to Striper? Not really. I, uh, I at the time when whatever record, uh, you know, the, the 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 ballad honesty, honestly. I haven't. Yeah, it, it says okay. You don't have to know. <laughs> 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 I'd, be, I'd be really disappointed if you knew the ballad yeah. on a Striper record. There was I a, knew of them. There, there, was a, there was a ballad on a Striper record, and they were brilliant. They wrote a, a, a love song about God that crossed over and could be about your girlfriend. That's, that, that's, that's pretty incredible. That's brilliant. Honestly, that's brilliant. I believe in I you. Like Do you trust in me? Yeah, that, that's, that, that's, that's brilliant. Cool. Good for them. Cool. I don't yeah. know if they're rich, I, but... Uh, I think... I think I'm not, I'm not worried about I think them. They, yeah, I think I, they did all right. Yeah, they they uh, they don't have limp biscuit money. No, <laughs> okay. no. which is uh, a shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather Stripe or have more money than. Yeah, don't don't you think than Fred Durst? Durst. Um, <laughs> I saw limp biscuit once by accident. How was that? I, they were at the Warp Tour like a long time ago before they blew up. That it was. Uh, how was it? The Warp Tour or, um, or Olympus? Show? They, they weren't bad. Good, good show. Yeah, it was uh, Social Distortion played, uh, mm. Less Than Jake played, mm. well, uh, Save Ferris played. Anyway, uh, I, and I was like, I vaguely know about this band, Limbiscuit. Little did I know that in the next three months, They're everybody would go Limbiscuit fucking crazy and the face of music would be destroyed for 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was not. not no, it was terrible. Phase. You know, and who I really feel sorry about because of Limbiscuit is Rage Against the Machine. 
Yeah. I know, because they were yeah. doing that whole thing right. Yeah. And important, and, just and, as important as Public Enemy, mm-hmm. if not more. Totally. They and, were the further extension of Public Enemy. Yeah, and, and uh, Limp Bizkit destroyed that entire thing. Yeah. Makes me a little sad. Uh, question number eight for you. Who do you know that I don't know that uh, could hang out and be on the podcast and bring something to our little community? Um, I know a few people. Well, hit me. Erin Nolan, you know her? No, who's that? She's a musician in town. Okay. You've seen her around. Okay, so You know Jeff Nolan? I, I think I know that name, yeah. yeah that's his wife. Okay. Um, bass, plays bass. Okay. She's also a graphic designer. This is what really we do. Cool is we person. call them out on the podcast, hope they hear mm-hmm. hear this, yeah. and then you contact them and say, I had a good time and, and his dog didn't eat me. I got a few people. Okay. I'm going to give you a list. Okay, um, good. Aaron, Aaron Nolan. Nolan. Please um, come on, Aaron. Christopher Lebrain. Chris further brain? Lebrain. Uh, further Brain? Christopher Lebrain. Oh, I thought you said Further Brain. But I thought that was like a cool... You know Kaylee Baker? I know that name, yes. So he played plays in our band. I don't know if he's, they still do that band, but he's played with her. Also yeah. played with Aaron Nolan. Yeah, yeah. Musician. Um, he does a radio show at Rollins. Okay. Um, the music <coughs> guy's brilliant yeah, yeah. brilliant musician he knows a lot about music okay we like him that. on there yeah um who else i don't know if you had well, andrew spear i'm sure you hear that no name. i i know that name yeah i love you if you know him call yeah. him I, I think i might have reached out to him at some point but he's he's busy as no, yeah he's yeah busy as hell, yeah because um, you run in a cool crowd you you know a lot yeah. of the really cool kids uh, i know two cool kids you <laughs> I ain't, ain't, I'm not really that cool. (laughs) It's okay to know you're cool. Yeah, it's okay. I'm just doing... You just hold on to it as long as you can, because once it falls away, I think it falls away. Uh, If you could reach out to those people and, like, just shoot them an email and say that this is okay, if you think it's okay, if you're out. Because I I feel like maybe you're having a good time. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. I'm having a good time. Uh, Well... Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, and plus, like, with Chris, and there's, like, a few others I can probably tell you about. Um, they're just brilliant people and we got a good community we got art and we have culture and we're we're mildly hip yeah who saw that coming like you know like 15 years ago we were hip and then we weren't hip for a little while like there was a there was a a black hole of hipness in orlando Mm -hmm. and now we've been hip for yeah yeah we, we we've got stuff well the funny thing about i mean i've been in florida my whole life and um i know as far as music wise I mean, even if you look at the whole pop landscape, uh, Diplo. What's that? I don't know what that is. He's this EDM producer, huge guy. He's from Orlando. Uh-huh. Um, DJ Khaled. I know that name, I think. Big rap producer, whatever. He's from Orlando. He's yeah. a DJ here. Um, the whole rave scene. That was which, fun, the 90s? I never really went oh, to a rave. Oh, I did. But I remember like hearing about it. Yeah, the 90s um, were great for Orlando. We had a rave, we had a scene. But look at the whole EDM scene. Yes. Yeah. We were doing it. We we had a great mm-hmm. scene for a little while. We we were up there with like Chicago and mm-hmm. New York and London mm-hmm. like for a hot minute. Yeah. We, we were we had making thing. shit happen. And then... It, not so much. It's uh, it's politics. Uh, um, if the kids wanted to get a hold of you or listen to your music or have you DJ, uh, mm-hmm. what, is there a place we can go? Um, yes. Uh, 
I have a SoundCloud page. Oh, okay. Um, I can I can put Black links. Suede sixty six. I will I will put links in the show notes. Yeah. Because um, uh, it, it, it's a it's a it's a little hard to find. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get a, I'm wildly popular in Mexico. Okay. So oh, oh, even better. <laughs> I know. <right? laughs> so I'm gonna get a lot lot of the, the fine folks of Mexico mm-hmm. to to, to uh, and I'm, I'm mildly popular in Orlando also. Oh, nice. So uh, I'm gonna get people to come to your page, and uh, you're available to DJ bar mitzvahs and parties. And um yeah. If, <laughs> no, I mean if, no, if you, the music is like I, I was kidding. You you really are like kind of a. a uh, you you DJ good stuff. Yeah. You're, you opened up for I've done DJ the, Shadow. I've had no problem doing the weddings and because no, not like not like <laughs> the weddings you used to do. <laughs> not like you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, not it. no you, you chicken. Do, not no chicken. You do it. You wedding. do it. You do it your style, yeah, which exactly. is good. Uh, well, thank you so much. This has been fun. You have a good time. Oh, had a great time. How man. long do you think we talked? Probably about an hour. Six maybe? hours. We talked for six. No, it's, it's like a, like an hour and a half. I'll cut it down to like okay. 20 minutes. All right. uh, um, there'll be links to Nigel in the show notes. I want to thank my buddy, my buddy CJ Mask. Uh, he wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. I got a theme song. Oh. It's kind of cool, too. Yeah. Uh, he wrote that. He plays with Mike Dunn. He plays with Richard Chirpy and All God's Children. He produces. He records. He's the total package. If you want him to make a record uh, with you, get at me, and I will take care of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I lost my notes. Oh, uh, I want to remind you that this episode and every episode is brought to you by Bama Pama Vintage. 15% discount to listeners of Scotch and Good Conversation. Uh, also, Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, the best fucking beer bar in the entire fucking world. Go there. Uh, 2810 Korean Drive in beautiful Audubon Park. Tell them that we sent you. It's really important. And La Femme du Fromage, our new sponsor. They do cheese, and it's delicious. They're located in the East End Market at 3810, right up the street from Red Light, Red Light, Korean Drive. You could literally go to both places and even make a date of it. Go up there, have some cheese, and hang out at La Femme du Fromage, and then we'll walk down and drink some beer at Red Light, Red Light. They're on the same road within spitting distance of each other. If you enjoy the podcast, if you like what we're doing here, conversation with interesting, cool people, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button on iTunes, and this is, this is important. Leave us a review, please. For the love of God, leave us a review. <laughs> no one reviews us. I don't understand why. Uh, five stars, four stars, anything less than that, just fuck off. Don't listen again. I don't need you in my world. Scouchinggoodconversation.com. You can listen to all our past episodes. 407-965-5557. I'll say it again. 407-965-357. That's our email. That's our email. A little drunk. That's our phone number. Give us a call. Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Nigel, I love you. We're friends now. We're friends now. You are, We've you been are, friends now. I know, I know. But now and now, you, you've met my dog and she hasn't eaten you. You guys, uh, thank you so much for listening. You make me happy. You make my world a better place. Go outside. Take a friend out there. Talk to each other. Love each other. Be nice to each other. Peace. Take care. I love you. Gotta find the mouse. <laughs> Bye-bye.